Hi, I'm Tracy. And I'm Norma. And we're Black, Black Girls, Girls with Accents. Welcome back. Hi, everyone. So, um, we have a special treat for you today. So, Norma and I, um, throughout the whole summer, as you know, we have been reviewing Michaela Cole's HBO smash, I May Destroy You. And as we started posting throughout the summer, uh, it came to our attention that there was a Michaela Cole fan page. And the, um, I'll say the curator of that fan page is very diligent, posts many, many updates every day, beautiful pictures and interviews, and just a really great content on Michaela Cole. So, you know, we've been um, really hoping to get some people on the show to discuss, uh, discuss the show with us. And we had a guest a couple of weeks ago who dropped by to, to share his male insights on the show. But we thought, wow, if we could get the curator of the Michaela Cole fan page, that would be epic. And so we reached out and she said, yes. So Yay. I wish we had an applause <laughs> button. But um, Denise, you want to just introduce yourself a little, a little bit and just tell the, the fans what prompted you to start the fan club? Okay. Hi, I'm Denise. Um, this is a crazy thing. So if you look at my Instagram account, one would never guess this, but I'm a huge Beyonce fan. Oh. And But people who personally know me know this. So how it came to be is um, a friend of mine, she was watching the first season of Chewing Gum. And because the character, the main character on the show, yes. loves Beyonce, mm -hmm. she thought I would like the show. Mm -hmm. uh, and because I do watch a lot of TV shows, what I end up usually doing, I cue everything. Like if someone tells me about a show I should watch, I just put it in my little list. And whenever I get around to it, I'll watch it. Well, it took me a very long time to watch Chewing Gum. It wasn't until around, I believe it was Mother's Day weekend of 2017. And I just had some time that weekend. I'm like, I'm going to give it one episode to see if I like it. Because I just thought it was weird that she thought I would like the show just because the character liked Beyonce. <laughs> right. Like, is the show strictly about Beyonce? Right. So anyway, after one episode, here we are. I fell in love with that show. I kid mm. you not, I probably have watched Chewing Gum more than anyone on Earth. <laughs> I was watching that, like, it was my job. Because it was just that funny. I loved comedy, quirky, and it was just different. And it was just hilarious. Oh, it was. Wow. It was. I agree with you. <laughs> well, coming from Beyonce's biggest fan, we have to tell you, Denise, <laughs> gonna have to fight you on that one. Coming from her... Oh, you're, are you a Beyonce fan? Oh, my God. Yes. I'm insane. I'm insanely... Uh, I'm an insane Beehive member. Yes, card carrying. Yes. Oh, gosh. That's a whole nother podcast right there. I could talk about Beyonce all day. You and I. You and I. Um, oh, wow. So then we have that in common, right? That synergy. And I love that episode. I watched that episode over and over and over. So, okay. So this came about in a in a kind of an organic kind of way. Were you surprised by um, 
the response to the page, the, the, the fans who just really enjoyed both chewing gum and I may destroy you as much as you do, as much as we do. No, I wasn't surprised because when I started the page originally, um, of course, I was late to the party. It was When I started watching Chewing Gum, they were already into uh, season two. I think it had been released a month or two prior to me watching it. And so me being late to the party, so I go on Instagram because at this point, I'm like, I need to find people and interact with people who are watching this show because it's just that funny. But surprisingly, when I got on Instagram, a lot of the accounts I did find were inactive. Like, they hadn't posted in months. Um, mm. Maybe I hadn't posted maybe since season one. Right. So I was like, no, I need to, you know, start a page because I want to talk about this show because it's just that funny. And from the moment I started it, I immediately started getting follow requests from people um, that also just love the show because originally it was a chewing gum fan page where I just wanted to discuss the series and, you know, talk about our favorite little scenes and our favorite episodes. So, no, I wasn't surprised because there's, like, a huge fan base of people who just love chewing gum. Right. And yeah. prior to chewing gum, honestly, I must admit, I had never heard of Michaela Cole prior to chewing gum. Right, right. So, Me neither. Oh, really? Okay. Mm-hmm. So, it, you know, once um, people, once I started the page and, you know, people were commenting and I'm starting to um, Google, because I love to Google people. You know, if I, you know, <laughs> want to know something about somebody, I Google them in a heartbeat. And then I found her Instagram page when she was still on Instagram. Right. And she was just like, just a, just a phenomenal person. Um, she's super talented and chewing gum was hilarious. So, I guess I am not surprised at the outpouring of love for her chewing gum and my and I may destroy you. I'm not surprised. I knew this show was going to be everything just based on her previous work. Right. She's super talented. Like and I'm not just saying that because I am a fan. I feel like I came in not knowing anything about her and was just immediately blown away. Right, right, same. I mean, I, um, for me, there's a personal connection as a woman of color who grew up in the UK, um, who I think favors her slightly. Um, um, I, um, was so excited to see Chewing Gum because there's a certain brand of British humor that not everybody gets in my household. And, um, some things mm-hmm. they do and some things they don't because I'm, I'm married to, uh, an American man, which is fine. Um, so some things mm-hmm. they don't get because there's cultural references that you just don't get if you didn't grow up there. It doesn't really resonate with you. Although the show is universal. I mean, no matter where you're from, you obviously can connect to it as you have. But there were just certain little things that I connected with. And I was so, it was so wonderful to see, as you said, this quirky character, on television, mm-hmm. a woman of color on television with this quirky group of friends and the outlandish behavior, and you know, just pushing, <laughs> pushing, pushing the ele- 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 the envelope, I should say, um, were just remarkable. And this new show is bloody hell beyond, beyond mind blowing. Um, I I know that we have all um, watched the interviews that she's that she's done with the media over the years and we know that 
she draws from personal experience to tell this particular story, a story that I think um, people from different backgrounds, genders, ages, it really kind of crosses the spectrum. Um, mm -hmm. It's a powerful story built around the issue of consent, but obviously interconnects with many other issues, including race and gender and class, um, so mm -hmm. on and so forth. So we'll start off today with just some really kind of basic generic questions and then we'll we'll get into the meat and feel free to jump in Denise um, whenever you whenever you'd wish but you know we were um, you know people have their favorites right Arabella is the star character she is the driving force of the narrative but I think that you know there are especially when um, I want to say around episodes between episodes nine and 10 and 11, where primarily nine and 10, right? Um, where mm -hmm. Arabella is just kind of lost in her, well, she's about to be the Phoenix rising, but before she can rise, she has to kind of go through the ashes, right? And so right. in her journey to find self, she's been a little bit um, unfriendly, let's say toward mm -hmm. Kwame and, 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 and she's a little lukewarm to Terry. So, um, Arabella, right, right, <laughs> right. And so Arabella might be the character that most connect with. What other characters did you connect with on the show? Honestly, I immediately like drawn to Kwame. Oh, mm -hmm. I don't know. It was just, he was just so, just so sweet and just so nice and you could just tell he's a, a genuinely a good person and a definitely a great friend uh and then I, I just immediately liked his character so i was always like watching the episode like don't do that no. or no 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 or like when <laughs> you know when he was assaulted and he called arabella on the phone and I'm like, please just tell her, because I know she'll be over there. Y'all will be up in that apartment whooping that man's behind. Right. Like, just tell her what happened to you. Uh, I just wanted to, like, help him, because you can tell he's hurt. Yeah. Yeah. He's hurting, and he's just looking for love in the wrong places. Mm -hmm. uh, but, yeah, I really, really, like, loved his character. Okay. No, I like them all, but he was my favorite. For me, okay, no. and I like Terry because I get a lot of feedback from uh, like reading the comments from other pages or just my own. Some people didn't like Terry. Ooh, and I like Terry. <laughs> almost like, wait, am I like not a good judge of character? Because I didn't get any of the things that I've seen uh, in the comments. I didn't get that about Terry. Right. Like there was a point, like the day, and maybe I'm getting too ahead of myself. Um, the day after Arabella's assaulted. I became suspicious of Terry. I felt her her actions and her facial expressions, and it just wasn't adding up to me. I immediately became suspicious of her. Yeah. But then we later found out why. Norma, I think Norma um, felt the same way. Yeah, I was like, it took. I had a, I have had real back and forth feelings about Terry. In the beginning, I was absolutely like, no, get rid of this friend. And this is not a friend. Really? And it, yes, yeah. I, she was like on high. She had me on high alert. I, I, I just did not <laughs> like how it took me a long time to see that she really did have multiple sides to her, and that her, her core point was always to be there for Arabella, but. 
um, yeah, I, I was not, I, and I think, it, uh, I keep telling Tracy always like, there's always these triggers. So they remind you of people that you've had in your life or, you know, uh -huh. when you were young and they remind, Terry reminded me of a friend that was absolutely not a friend when I was younger. And so I was like, and she would do the similar thing. So it took me a while. It took me definitely until until they almost until they had their conversation that I was like, eh, I don't know if I would stay friends with Terry. <laughs> so yes, it's interesting um, how how differently we you know observe the same character. Yeah, right, right. I would say I would echo Denise on Kwame because Kwame's vulnerability just shines through in every episode up it until does. the very end up until it the very does. end and you want to protect Kwame right no so yes every time I just wanted to reach into the tv and just hug him yeah like he just he really did need that hug right every like time I was giving him virtual hugs like I'm <laughs> hugging you all the way from here <laughs> right right Aww. every time he swiped left or swiped right it was like no, Kwame, you're not going to find what you're looking for, swiping no. left and up and down, you know. And finally, he gets this relationship and we see that he doesn't even know what it means to be in a relationship that doesn't jump straight to intimacy, right? That you can get right. to know someone, you can get to know them slowly on your terms. It doesn't have to mean that mm -hmm. connection means sleeping with someone. So I'm glad that he has that in his life. And I think that if he gives this guy a chance, now, we all know from our own past lives that sometimes when you're so vulnerable, you push away a good thing because mm -hmm. you don't think you're deserving or you're just too afraid yep. of a commitment. Or so Let's just cross our fingers mm -hmm. in the fictional world and hope that it works out for Kwame. <laughs> yeah. I actually, yeah. like for a long time, Arabella was my favorite person. I think because a lot of her character traits... Um, in when she's in her vulnerable position were familiar to me but since the show has ended you know i think about a lot ben because <laughs> i feel like we never oh paid attention to ben i was like something like it's weird i think about him and i'm like oh my god like do i have a ben in my life like do i have a person that i actually should check on and we think the person's okay because they're like in the in the house and seem calm and I don't know. So Ben is on my Ben has been on my mind a little bit more because I feel like he just kind of was there and we didn't notice. And then not until the end did we realize that something is really not well with Ben. He does not go places. He doesn't no. go outside. <laughs> yeah. You're right. You're absolutely right. Um, I will say once you know once um, Arabella was insulted, like my spidey senses was up. Like who did this? And I'm not going to lie, at one point, I'm like, I think it was Ben. Yeah. Oh, he's too quiet. He's just too quiet. He's like in the back. Nobody's seeing him any attention. We're all focused over here and Ben's over here. Oh. And so, yeah, Ben was on my suspect list at first. Oh, <laughs> Ben. Poor Ben. No, wasn't he was up to like the very almost the end. I'm like, then oh. it's suspect. He's too quiet. That's hilarious. He's way too quiet. That's hilarious. Oh, that's, that's hilarious. Yeah. That is hilarious. But you know what? It's interesting that you say that because Ben is the least developed of all the characters, but he is the constant in her life, right? Remember the scene uh -huh. where she has no money? Now think about Arabella and her recklessness. The woman has no money, but she's throwing parties for Terry. She's buying stuff for Halloween. She's running off to, to, to Italy. And when she cannot pay her rent, 
she knows she can look over to Ben and say, and and he knows she's good for it. It's not like she's going to share right. her responsibility. Yeah. And Ben's just like, right. sure, I have it. And so in her wheelhouse of, well, Terry's there for me and Kwame's there for me. I think that she takes Ben for granted, right? That mm-hmm. Ben's there, he's my roommate, he's got it. And I think when we get to the end, which is a really sweet moment between the two, when he asks the proverbial question, oh, are you going out tonight? Expecting the, yeah, I'm going, you want to come? Kind of like, I know you're going to say no, but I say it anyway every week because I'm polite and, you know. That sweet moment where she says, actually, no, I'm going to stay home. And it's like, he's like a kid whose dad said, I'm going to take you to the zoo or whose mom said i'm gonna take you to do i don't know shopping (laughs) like he just lights up and so it's really interesting that she would wait until the end of the series and end it on this friendship that comes at no costs in comparison Mm -hmm. to what we've seen throughout the whole show and he's been wanting that yeah so bad yeah (laughs) yeah and she Uh sees him she sees him in the same way they all want to be seen and valued, right? She sees him. Yeah. That's how, mm-hmm. I, that's how I took it. Yeah, yeah, I so agree. Ben has been on my mind. <laughs> ben will be all right. Yeah, ben, ben is a real person. And from what I read, Ben is a real person Oh. in her life. Oh, oh really? I believe, I believe the last article I read, she uh, Ben's real name I want to say, is it Ash or Asher? Mm. And I want, I've read so many articles, they kind of blend in together, yeah. but I want to say it was the Vulture um, last okay. write up okay, where she discusses Ben briefly. Okay. Uh, and that article in itself is really an interesting article. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, she, when she was writing, she met a man. Um, she had just been in a cafe writing for a while, so she stepped out to just take a like a break. And so she says in an article she loves to listen to music. So she's standing outside, you know, listening to her music, you know, kind of swaying back and forth. And this man comes up to her and he's like, you're dancing in the street. But basically ended up there, you know, have a conversation and come to find out he had just been released from prison. Oh. And she, yeah, and she later invites him over because she, from what I gather, she's just like this really free-spirited person and she treats people well she doesn't you know base your her friendship on your past or whatever so this guy had been in prison and he told her up front and she invites him over like the next day to come hang out with her and her friends and i'm reading this article like yeah i wouldn't have done that Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, so it was just a really interesting article so yeah back to but ben is a real person In her life. In her life at that time. Thank you for that. And that kind of gives me some perspective on Biagio because it's a similar kind of thing, right? When the sister, I think it was Biagio's sister or cousin, whomever the woman was who introduced Terry and Arabella to um, Biagio, right? The the guy that's going to give you the for the night. Oh, yes. A beautiful cousin. Yeah, when they're on the beach kind of you know, engaged in this heart to heart. And he's like, yeah, well, my mom, you know, my mom passed away from drugs and my sister too. She, she, and he says, I have to do this. I have to do this to, you know, put food on the table. She's non-judgmental about it. She doesn't like say, 
Oh my gosh! Like mm. yeah, she right. the character just like well, you know, people do what they must to survive. Can't remember the exact right. line. So that's interesting. Yeah. Even though it's not about the Ben character, it's more about her uh, interaction with Biagio. But there's no, and I think as viewers, well, it depends on who you are. Some people don't get as um, hung up on Biagio's past life, right? Because the love story is what pushes that part of the narrative. You know, even when he has... Right, a, you forget that... Yeah, you forget that he's a drug dealer. Yeah, even yes. when he has a gun... <laughs> until he shows that gun again at the end, and you're like, oh, okay. Hi! <laughs> <laughs> when he came to the door with that gun, you're like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. That's yeah, right, yeah, you're that's, street. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Forgot, forgot, forgot that. I thought that's right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Go ahead, Norma. Oh, it's, it's no, I was just, oh, go ahead, I'm sorry. It is me too. I, I, I was still laughing at the Biagio being street. Um, and then, Denise, my question for you was like, what what are your thoughts on the on the final scene? I had to watch the final scene. I watched it like the first time, the one first time, just through and through. And every time we, I watch an episode, I always watch it with my husband and we would discuss it afterwards. And so this episode 12, we were not expecting the three scenarios. So when the first one happened, we were just like, is this real? (laughs) (laughs) Like we, we pushed pause and looked at each other like, wow, that really happened. Right, right. And then we went back to play and it was like, oh, no, it didn't happen. So we watched all three. Um, My initial thought watching all three, like it's image, just my thinking back to my first thoughts. Um, the three scenarios um, to me are a combination of what could have happened, what possibly, maybe, as like a fantasy, and a little bit of just fantasy and truth, but we don't know which part. I think she did it in a way that the viewer can take away what they may interpret. So for me, I don't think any of those things happen. Those are things that in our head, like, you know, I want revenge on what happened to me. So they kill him. Well, you know, that can't happen because then you're up for murder. Um, <laughs> then, the, then the, you know, the second scenario, um, again, it's like to me, she was planning out what could she do to get closure and what, you know, maybe look at it from my end, look at it from his end, and what can mm. I do to be, not be okay with what happened to me, but be okay in a sense I can go on with life because I'm not going to get the closure I want. And sometimes you don't get that closure and you just have to find a way to get past what has happened to you. And I think you just take those three scenes and just conclude from yourself that she, these are things that maybe could have happened, you know, possibly have happened, you know, what if, but I'm letting the trash go and I'm going to the, tra- the trash under my bed, him being the trash and just letting it go and reclaiming my life. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Whereas I've gotten so many nasty DMs, which is so hilarious <laughs> oh, to me. Oh. Because well, I have, oh my gosh, the, oh gosh, the messages I get, and sometimes I, my first thought is always, 
do they even look at the caption of the name? It says fan page. Right. One, I'm not her. Right. So you're addressing all this nastiness to the wrong person. Oh. And two, like one person, I just, I just like, did you even watch the series? Mm. Because I didn't get what you're saying. I mean, he had said some really vile things, and I ended up just blocking that person. Oh. But I think, and then you just got people who were just genuinely confused. Like, did it happen? Did she kill him? Did he go to the police? Like, they were just truly confused. Um, so I'm like, you. this is one of these shows you have to be present yeah, when you watch it. Right, right, right. You, Try to you will miss so many things because I've watched this. I'm probably on my fifth. Yeah, I think I'm on my fifth rewatch. And I still find little things like, oh, I didn't remember that. Right. And especially like the first thing, like, oh, I don't remember that happening. Right. So I would tell people, like, when they're just genuinely confused, like, you have to be present when you watch the series. And you will get your answers at the end. You're not going to always get the closure we want, which is, you know, if someone did this to you, you want them jailed, you know, hung out to dry. But in this case, you know, the police did all that they can do and it, it was it. They, you know, they couldn't arrest anyone. So she had to come to terms that either I'm going to let this define me or I am going to live my life. And she as you can see at the end, she started living her life. Right, right, yeah. right. It's funny you mentioned that. I Now that you said that people are, like, in your DM and, like, sending you stuff, maybe because she doesn't have um, um, social presence, they in their head you're, like, the closest thing to or or hoping that she's really behind the fan page because you, your followers are in the thousands. I really wonder. That's amazing. Like, I would never think to um, lash out at a fan page. So there's something really interesting oh my about God. that. <laughs> yes. I blocked. I so shouldn't laugh. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. Thankfully, I have tough skin because when I get these messages, I'm just like, really? Because I just yeah. can't imagine as an adult, or just even not even being an adult, taking the time to DM someone and just be that nasty about a TV show. Um, I mean, it, it's just not that serious. And this one person was just like, you know, you can't, you know, say that all men are oh. rapists. And I'm like, what show did you watch? Because right. the show didn't even say that. Right. <laughs> you know, it's interesting. Yeah. I, I think people... Um, especially with social media, right? Everybody wants to be heard. Yes. And social media allows people to be really brazen. It allows them to hide behind... I mean, some of them don't hide behind anything, right? Though, But it allows them to hide behind uh, like a facade so they can say whatever they want. And for a man to, whether he watched one episode or several episodes or a woman, to contact the fan page to vent about the misrepresentation or the vilification of their gender or their sex, I should say, um, really speaks to other issues, right? That maybe you need to speak to a support group or find your like-minded tribe to have that conversation because the show shares, as we know, shares the experience of one person in particular. Multiple people have been violated. Um, 
and it's offering perspective to the millions of people who know what it feels like to be violated and then to feel shame and to feel hopeless and to feel alone and to want retribution and to start that process of healing. And so if, uh-huh. if, if what you take away from that whole show is, I don't like the way that men are being per- portrayed, but while you ignore that there is a man in the series who has also been violated, right? Because she's equal opportunity in this effort to show the ways in which people are violated and humiliated. Uh-huh. Then, you know, go and kick rocks. Like, find something else to do with your time, sir. Because, <laughs> wow. Yeah, and you know, I always after and and this came about because I'm on my I have a personal page. And sometimes, I, you know, I go back and forth between the pages, and sometimes I have to remember, okay, you're not on your page. So, <laughs> you know, when I, you know, if I comment back, I have to remember, even though oh. this is a fan page, your her picture is what they see, right. you know, and her name. So I am very mindful on how I speak to people, mm. because even though it's a fan page, some people just don't get that. People see her picture and they yeah. see Michaela Cole. They don't, some people see the fan page. Some people do see it and they still will reply as if I'm her. Um, so I'm just very mindful of that, even if they're being nasty. And I have to remember, like, nope, not you. And yes. at one time, I, I want to say twice. Someone commented and I just, it was like a really just nasty comment. And I said what I had to say, but I put, um, I think I I awarded it owner of the page, a creator of the page, not Michaela Cole's words. Just to let them know, this is not, you know, her words or her her thoughts or her beliefs. This is all me because you're just being nasty. Mm. That was, that's what I was going to say. Every time somebody says something nasty, I feel like the only sentence should be, this is a fan page. It certainly gives us some insight into why celebs have other people manage their social media presence. Because even just from a psychological standpoint, we see this in the show as well, right? When when things are going great, Arabella mm-hmm. loves the, the, the attention that she receives um, on social mm-hmm. media, right? That she is able to kind of like feeds on that, right? That her this is kind of almost an ego boost as well because after mm-hmm. Terry posts uh, what happens to Zane and all of the people are calling in and she's like this kind oh of Robin Hood figure for survivors and being stopped on the street mm-hmm. to the extent that even Kwame, I think I remember at one point Kwame rolls his eyes like, oh, here she goes again, the crusader. Yep. But then when she has that evening where she's aspiring at, spiraling out of control a little bit, right? And then the comments become nasty, right? That the when she's um she right. leaves the club, they're turning against her. Yeah, and we see that she then has to make the, the the decision to actually delete the account because it just becomes too much for her. So you've just given us a tiny sneak peek of of what people go through to that extent because um I mean my my comments tend to be, well, these days, especially in a politically charged environment, I either opt to not say anything to something I might find offensive on someone's page, um, unless it's really outlandish and I have to add my two cents. Um, but in general, uh-huh. <laughs> I like to keep my social media just kind of light and, and try not to get into foolishness. I try not to, right? No, 
on behalf no, of well. on behalf of well. our page on behalf yes. of our page as an as an individual i say what i want but if i'm representing the podcast right. i can't right. represent misrepresent norma's views as my own so right you know i think that we, you, had, we had our own um like if we don't have that many followers yet so i think that also helps like we don't the, the madness has not <laughs> been created that way but it was interesting like when the numbers did go up a bit and we spoke about something in the netherlands we were like by one person immediately a comment of like mind your business and i'm like well it is my business i'm dutch but <laughs> you know like it was very yeah. interesting to see like oh okay you're out there i was wondering when you know <laughs> one of you would <laughs> pop up so but yeah, and then I was just like, just 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 stay with the flow of what we want to do, or else, I, like you said, or or block because I think or else you you lose what your intentions are behind your page, and yeah, right. You, right. And you yeah. don't want just to be on social media. Just you know, you're promoting. I mean, at least for me, I'm Thanks. promoting. You know, I want people to get to know Michaela Cole, who didn't know her like I did. And mm-hmm. you're promoting this, you know, just this, this great actress. But then you're in the comments, like, going back and forth with someone. I'm like, no, I'm not following this page because <laughs> that's not what you're really about. You're in the comments arguing back and forth with a complete stranger. So, yeah, totally get it. Right, right. What would you say your your main takeaways are from this show, from, from I May Destroy You? What would you, yeah, what are your main takeaways? Um, honestly, like I said, when I watched the series, I always watched it with my husband because um, we're just, you know, we watch TV a lot together. Um, but when we watched, we always talked afterwards because we always, I always learned something from each episode, which is kind of scary um, at my age. But there's just some things I'm like, oh, I didn't know that was like a thing. Um, but I think as people, watching this we need to raise our children to understand what consent is and no means just that no there is no gray area there's no assuming and I think as adults we need to have conversations that may make us uncomfortable or squirmish Uh, I know I said my husband and I we would talk after each episode and discuss situations we never thought about or just didn't know was a violation, just more, okay, that was wrong, that's morally wrong, but we just never, like, put two into, like, that person was violated. Um, and that example of when um, Arabella is with Zane and he takes the condom off after, you know, you know, she says, you know, we're either going to have sex and put on a condom. But then he sneaks and takes the condom off. And I remember thinking, oh, that was wrong. Like, she told you to, you know, put that on for a reason. But when the episode goes further in and she's listening to the news, um, I think she was listening to a podcast. And then later when the girl told her at the um, the reading what he had done to her, I thought, yeah, that is a violation because, one, it's not even just about pregnancy or like an STD. Yeah, she consented to having sex, but protect, protected sex. And you snuck and you took the condom off and then you played dumb. Like, oh, I thought you knew. Like, yeah, you did violate her. That was, that was wrong. Um, and then another example, when Kwame was just going through his thing and he wanted to have a, a sex with a woman. And I'm sitting here like, uh, no, you don't. 
<laughs> why are you, you know, why are you going to do that? But then when he didn't tell her, like he had, you know, so many opportunities to tell her. I'm like, you have to, don't do it. And they did. And it made me think back to an episode of Issa, uh, of Insecure mm-hmm. when Molly was dating that guy. And he had Imagine. told her that he had been um, in a relationship with a man prior. And I feel, you know, at that point, she it was her choice to say if she wanted to go on with the relationship. Even though he didn't tell her willingly, it was like, I think the way he told her was like just in conversation, not like I'm going to tell you this because you need to know. I guess I think for him, it was just an experimental thing. So he must may have felt like he didn't need to disclose that. Um, but at that point, it was her choice if she wanted to go on with the relationship or not. And I think he should have given um, the lady he had uh, uh, sex with, he should have given her that opportunity to say she wanted to go through with this or not. I was mad at him for that. Excellent. Do you think that the show also raises, not raises, not raises uh, questions, but also corrects the assumption that individuals ask for it? So in the case of Arabella, we know that she's really upset with Biagio when he responds to when she tells him that she's been violated. And then he says kind of like, well, were you drinking? Right. And she puts the onus of responsibility on him. Do you think that the show is also addressing that statement? Right. That and 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 also. Um, taking into account that sometimes people don't come forward because they believe that somehow they're culpable for their actions, right? If they hadn't drunk, had too much to drink, if they hadn't worn that dress, if they hadn't stayed out late. Do you think that the show's also touching on that as well? I think they do. And I have a son, he's 18, and I've always told him, I don't care if you're in the bed, you're around protection and you're about to go all the way and she changes her mind and she says no. She says no. I don't care if a woman is walking up and down the street with nothing but her birthday suit on. It does not give a man or anyone the right to violate a woman. I don't care what she's wearing. I don't care how much she's had to drink. That is not an invitation for your entertainment. Right, right. No. Right, and right. so when he said those things to her, I was just like, "Oh, I didn't know you were going to turn out to be this like much of a low life. Like, why would you say those things?" I'm like, "I don't care," because I thought, "Well, maybe he's hurt." I'm like, "No, you don't say that." I mean, you just that was just I was just so mad with him for saying that. Um, I think I would like to think, and I hope that people walked away from that thinking, you know, that is wrong. You know, we shouldn't victim blame. Right. And I think people in society in itself, they do it because they don't know that individual. They don't know their background. They don't know what they went through and, you know, how they got here. They just, oh, she was drinking, so she asked for it. No. So I think because you got to see Arabella and who she is as a person, you immediately, when he said those nasty things to her, you just immediately just got pissed with him. Like, you sick person like that was all wrong so i hope people walked away you know change changing their mind about victim blaming and that because she was drinking or 
she had a night out with girls and she did some drugs that she asked for it. She did not ask for it because we, we saw that. Okay. Yeah. I think Norma and I, well, I'll speak for myself. I, I, I do know, I, if I'm honest, and especially thinking about myself at her age and a little bit younger in college, um, I do know that there were moments where I was horrified kind of seeing myself, a version of myself, well, much tamer. <laughs> I was much tamer <laughs> than that version. But just kind of thinking of the danger that's out there, and and I appreciate what you said about having a son because there's so much of the emphasis is on telling young girls how to behave and how to conduct themselves. We also have to talk to our young boys because they need to have that conversation as well, and they're often not given the kind of the full substance of a conversation like that, and they, they they deserve it as well because they're going based on what little they've been told. Told, yeah. Yeah, I agree uh, with that. Yeah, like, we definitely have an open dialect in this house. So, yeah, I, um, yeah, we're not one of those households that, you know, we cater to, well, girls should be this way and behave this way. So those things don't happen. You know, raise your kids, raise your sons to be respectful and just raise them to know women are not here for their entertainment or pleasure. Yeah. Bravo. Not, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I have two sons as well, Denise, and that's definitely um, like to constantly keep in mind. You know, like whatever this few of women, and especially for me, black women too. Like I, I just want to. Both one of them is already grown; the other one is a little younger. But I hope they leave like with a good understanding of how to treat women and um, and just how to how to be there for their partner or women yeah is it there's there seems to be uh and both of them are very kind uh young men but still it's um it's uh it's definitely something to give them give them as they leave your house like it's not something to just leave up in the air like oh we'll fall into place for sure yeah right and just like when arabella was spiked her drink was spiked and she's, you know, falling through the bar. I remember watching this episode, and she's falling. And even in episode 12, she's walking through the bar. She's, you know, like, clearly drugged. And I'm like, look at all the people she's walking by, falling yeah, over. Yeah. And no one has helped her. Yeah. Like, why isn't anyone helping her? Right. Yeah. Right. But you've seen girls like that. I mean, you've been that girl. I mean, I know with my friends, we had a kind of unsaid girl code, which was you know, you don't leave one behind. Um, no, we come together, we leave together. Right. And we saw that play That's out That's why too. I don't like date. Right. <laughs> we saw that play out too, right? Norma had a theory about Terry on that one about why she left, right, Norma? You had your own view about why she left that night. I, I now, which night, which night are you talking about? In the Italy. night that Simon left her? No, the... And- the menage a trois. Or the night he hooked up with the three, the threesome. The threesome. Yes. Yeah. I, I felt there was an attention thing. I, um, is that what you're referring to, Tracy? Yeah. That conversation? Yeah, yeah. I felt like it was, um, Terry came for male attention. And the club that they were in when Arabella was having an amazing time, clearly she's on too many different drugs, but she's having a, a great time. Terry just refuses to adjust because it's not about her in that moment and it's and and so she leaves because she wants it to be about her and that was one of the things that bothered me about the their friendship it, it, i just felt like 
Terry was just selfish when it came to like attention or especially when there was a, an audience, I should say. Yeah, I hope I'm saying it as best as uh, how I did before. But that was the thing that stood out to me. I think if she had any type of male attention in that first club where Bella was having a good time, she would have stayed. Yeah, I, I did feel like they should have had a conversation. Like, they just shouldn't have been, oh, I'm going off with this man. Um, a conversation should have been had between the two of them. Because, again, they, if you come together, you leave together in this day and age. You just can't leave your good girlfriend at the club by herself. You know, I, I definitely felt like, yeah, they definitely should have had a conversation if Terry felt like, well, I want to go and hook up. Um, you know, well, we, since, especially since they ended up back at the condo, like they all could have just went. Right. What do you think, Denise, what do you think about, um, Terry's partner? Um, was that, were you surprised by that? Um, what are your thoughts? You said Terry's partner? At the very mm-hmm. end. Her boyfriend. Oh, at the very end? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I thought that was perfectly fine. Um, no. I thought it was cute that she didn't know who he was, so she ran into the bathroom to Google him real quick. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was beautiful because it opens up to what is really going on in the world and that people are changing, people are flourishing, people are loving and being who they want to be. And it was nice to see it shown in a positive and nice way. Like Terry, she um, she Googled him and found out that he is tr- transgender. Hold on, Sam is right. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was okay with it. And that was her choice. And they went on to have like a healthy relationship. So I was okay with that. Yeah, it was an interesting... Mm-hmm. It was upfront and honest. Yeah. It wasn't, you know, something that was hidden. Even though they was just their first little coffee and he didn't have to disclose anything i think at that very first date because you never know where it could have just went nowhere so why would he need to give his whole life history to a person he's never going to see again um but she went and googled him and it all worked out i i thought that was fine yeah it was a it was a nice do-over from kwame right it was a way to set that straight it was a way to say that yeah. this is how a relationship can yeah. happen if you disclose and it actually drew my attention to something I just saw yesterday, which was that Niecy Nash got married. And I didn't know. Yeah. I, I don't know where I was yeah. on the spectrum because no one told I don't me. Think anyone knew. I was like, I mean, happy for her. Finally, she found love. She's seen, I mean, she's such a beautiful woman, talented woman. Niecy is. I love Niecy Nash. But there was nothing, no, nothing on Instagram prior to that I saw. Nothing. Um, that, no, I mean, they kept this very because, private. You know, yeah, I told my husband yesterday. I said, "Guess who got married?" And my husband's not really big on like celebrities and entertainment. So me asking him that is like, you know, is he going to guess? And he's like, "Yeah, I don't know." I was like, "Missy Nash." I said, "She got married." I said, and she came out. I guess this is coming out. I mean, then again, it's not really our business, right. technically. And I think we get so in love with our celebrities and, you know, we want to know everything that they're doing. And at the end of the day, it's like some stuff is just not our business. 
and, and exactly she didn't need to announce to the world that you know she's gay like why do she like why do we need to know that that's her business like if she like she announced it the way she wanted to announce it okay now we know but prior to i didn't feel like oh gosh i didn't know that she didn't say anything like why didn't she tell us i know i, I, will, say, I, didn't, I, didn't feel that. I will say i was like I didn't feel like, why didn't she tell us? But I was, I was shocked. I was like, well, first of all, I didn't know she was getting married again. I knew she's had so many, just, you know, she's been on so many shows, so in love, and then it doesn't work out, you know, a couple of months mm-hmm. later. So, you know, you're always rooting for her. She's just a generally good person, very politically conscious, great mom. She's always smiling. Yes. Yeah. So it was for a happy me, person. Yeah, for me, it was just like, oh, Wait, that happened and I wasn't aware? Okay, wait, when when did this happen? <laughs> did this just happen? I I will say I like stopped my tracks. Then I went to look to see who her partner was. I did too. I, I did too. Did. I was like, well, I did look. I'm like, I oh, see. I didn't know that. Because, you know, sometimes did. you just miss stuff. You certainly, I certainly I did. Uh, I saw it. I did think about the sh- about I made a story, honestly. Like, I, I did. Because I, I saw yeah. Denise Inez post and I... I wanted to feel like a, a bigger wave of like, oh my God. But then I was like, oh, that's cool. Like I, I noticed that I wasn't as shocked about it. And then I was like, I wonder if I'm not as shocked because my view about things have just been broadening so much and different yeah. different scenarios yeah. have brought to, been brought to me. I, I, it, I And I stopped and thought that like later on in the day. But initially when I saw it, I, I realized that I did not have the big like oh my god that i thought i would have if i saw a person who had i presumed as a heterosexual for a long time all of a sudden had a, a female partner uh but i yeah I, I i saw it and i felt like a wave and then i was like i'm happy for her and i just yeah like it just, yep. just left my mind yeah <laughs> like, yeah that, and then her, okay. the, the smile on her face was just so radiant and you could tell she is just genuinely happy in, yeah. Like she's showing all her teeth, indeed. And, the, and the in her fear, wedding picture, <laughs> in, the fear that comes from the, the sorry, not the 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 relief that comes from letting go. Probably this stupid fear that might have been running through her mind about how will people take this, which is none of our business. So I like right. that the, it shows that this is, it looks light. You know, like she looks so light in that picture. So that's yeah. Good. Well, amen and good luck. So, um, yes. do you good luck think, yes, indeed, a beautiful woman. Um, do, do you think that the show should end here? Do you, would you like to see a second season? Because I'm selfish and I love my people cool. I was initially thinking like, yes, because I just want to see her more stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's just my selfish mm-hmm. answer. I think the series is beautifully written. I think it ended well. I think I, for me personally, I got closure. Like there was a conclusion to everyone's storyline. Kwame's in a happy relationship for now. Terry's in a, you know, healthy, happy relationship. You know, Arabella has, you know, gotten closure, finished her book. Um, I think it should end here because I don't know what, a series, a season two would be like, would it just, what, seeing them in their relationship, seeing Arabella promote her book? I don't know. I, I, I think it should just end here. Norma? Same. And, yeah, some, same. and I'm looking, I read the comments, and some people are, you know, 
constantly asking, is it a season two? When is season two? And one comment that stood out to me, I think it was last week, someone asked, you know, when is season two? And someone commented, well, you want to see her get raped all over again? Oh, no. That's harsh. Oh, no, 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 no. I mean, that wouldn't, but it would, it would, yeah, it wouldn't be about that. I mean, there's, I mean, if there is a season two, I mean, there's plenty that can be, you know, written about. We could, you know, get a season two discussing Arabella's book and, you know, how she, you know, overcame this traumatic situation. I mean, there's a season two out there, but I just think it should end here. Yeah. Agreed. I do. Uh, if it's a season two, it sh- to me it should have a, a completely different tone. Um, it you would know have, how they can to have a completely different tone. Yeah. So I'm 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 rigid, Denise. It could it could end right here, and I'll be satisfied with my one season, or or a season two that has a completely different tone and a different angle. It might have the same title and same characters, but yeah, that's, that's yeah. But how could it have the same title? Because if, if in order if it keeps the same title, then something. I think because we can, we can just, oh, sorry. I, I think that because we can destroy each other in different ways, right? Mm-hmm. Or you can destroy yeah. yourself okay. in different ways. And you know ways. what? Yeah, you're absolutely right. Because you know who we need to de- destroy? I don't know how you guys feel, but what are your thoughts on Simon and his involvement? Well. Simon is not <laughs> innocent to me. Well. Through this whole thing, I don't care if they had a discussion later. Simon was not acting right from day one. And I know my husband was like, well, he didn't want his girlfriend or his wife or whatever she was to him. He didn't want her. She didn't, he didn't want her to find out that, you know, he was cheating on her. I'm like, no, he was dodging Arabella's call, but he picked up Terry's call. I was like, no, he's not, he's not acting right. He's acting real suspicious. And, you know, when they would show him in different scenes, he looked worried. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm like, you know that's worry. The way Ben was because, yours. <laughs> yeah, because to me, Arabella wasn't questioning him about, because the night before, she was like, you know, that's you. I mean, I like your wife. She's cool. She can cook. You know, if you're happy, I'm happy for you. That ain't got nothing to do with me. So it was never about, for me, watching this, that he was scared that Arabella was going to tell her that he was cheating. To me, I feel like there was more involvement because if you, and I had to go back when when um, episode 12 aired and I watched it, I remember sitting here thinking, I don't remember those two men at all. I, so yeah. I immediately went back to episode one. I'm like, dang, they're right there at the table. Yeah. And but when Arabella walks in to the bar, um, Simon is there. Um, the, the girl, is, girl, I can't think of her name, yeah. that he's cheating with. She's there, and the rapist, David, his friend, is already at the table when Arabella shows up at the bar. Right. And then they're all around the table. They're talking. They're drinking. And then David comes to the table with a round. I'm like, well, clearly he knows Simon. So how is it that this happened? Everybody's drinking and laughing. She's falling through the bar and no one he doesn't know anything and then the next day he's acting suspicious and she's like you know how did my head get cut and he's like oh um yeah you fell (laughs) i'm like no we're not gonna go back and address this because he's not innocent wait so denise are you suggesting that um simon knows that this guy has this um pattern of behavior i do his be his his actions don't add up Oh. Because 
clearly he had they were already at the table well the one guy was already at the table when arabella showed up at the bar then david the guy who assaulted her shows up with a round and he brings everyone around clearly he had already been to the table got everyone their drinks when arabella was on her way there they party drink together and then you know she's walking through the bar and she's passing out so where's simon Simon had left with the girl. Yeah, I he had left at that point. Yeah, yeah. So I, when she stumbles, it, she's already by herself, and then they take her to that other yes, club. Yes. So, so the point that you're, you know, that that first fall through those doors is not where she ended up hurting her head. So when she stumbles, the that guy that brought the so, drinks and the friend that's with him, they take her out yeah, into the cab. Yeah. And at that point, so Simon why, and the girl had left. So why would Simon tell Arabella when she says, you know, how did I hurt my head? And he's like, oh, and, how, you know, how did I crash my phone? He's like, oh, oh, yeah, you fell. He didn't know. But he, he, he should have said, I don't know, because I immediately yeah. became suspicious. No, but he felt like, guilt. Like, how do you know she fell? Because he was guilty, because he knew that he was culpable. Well, first of all, Terry, that's Terry's people. But he knew that he did the wrong thing by just kind of, like, all he needed to hear was, Terry barely could even say, it's fine. He just cared about rushing off with the woman. <laughs> Again, another consent violation, right? Because the wife consented to the three and not just him. And he had lied. The first, the first lie is, hey, were we together the whole time yeah, last night? Yeah. And then it's like, right. yeah. 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 <laughs> okay, so then, they, then I go back to the question, the girl he was cheating with, when Arabella shows up to her apartment, and she's like, oh, yeah, I think I was drugged, and I had blacked out. Yeah, because the so guy because the guy really? was willing to drug any any of the women there, including probably even Simon's wife if she was there. I yes, think that this is, is what the guy does, right? And what was disturbing is his accomplice, the guy that the 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 larger yeah. guy yeah. just doesn't care. Like he doesn't care anything for these women. Really disturbing. No, but... no, it's just like a night out in the town. Yeah. Well, and I'm like, what are you? What is he getting out of it? Right. Exactly. Because you're the I'm one. Not that weird. Like you're only, only being his wingman just so he can rape women. Like, what are you doing? Well, you know what? Yep. But did you see several men come out the store? Was it me, or did it I see did... more than one man come out the store? It it did seem that way. And... It did seem that way. But, I wasn't but sure they could have just they're... been using the bathroom True. and just didn't yeah. hear. Well, she leaves Cause it the... nebulous because you're not clear. Because then I thought that it was um, they leave, they go in, and then the guy guarded the, the door. Right. So the, the guy oh, yeah, does... they did guard the door. Yeah. yeah. Right. The, the, the accomplice guards the door. Right. So I felt like that was their little system to go to that particular bar and then got. And everybody knows, right? You're walking in with a girl who's flushed like that. Everybody knows, right. including the man that lets them in the club, including the 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 uh, bouncer, whatever you call it. It seems that way, yeah. yeah. And then the women that are even that are there, right? Like right. she literally was passing a woman who just like gave her this look, disgusted yes. look. I'm like, if you don't help her, she's a woman. Help her. No, no that, that off the shoulder, like, um, yeah. 
right it right. made me i'm getting off topic it made it made me think of a episode of what would you do and it um it was um these this black couple was um having an argument fake argument in the park and at one point they had to stop because the the black actors was was really crying because she was shocked that nobody would help Ooh. a black woman and because the boy was pushing mm-hmm. her from time to time and white and black people passed them and then when they would ask you know because it's what would you do they were like one of the black women was like mm, that's their business blah blah you know like and it was just and but the the actress somehow and she also she, she was a lighter skin and her hair was like um like a looser curl and i saw i uh-huh. also had the idea that she might have been mixed and she was crushed by how she was not helped by any female and that and i think she's she was like i think because in this scenario i'm clearly like seen as black and she was like i would never i never had thought that nobody would help me but that's what it made me think of like people just look up and they're like yeah no i'm not i'm not getting involved in this that's a good point. even though i know yeah. it's wrong it's a good point though because we see that's what happens to kwame too right when he's in the station they look but they oh don't look right they don't want to see. They I don't want so, to know. Go ahead, Denise. Yeah, I was really mad at that scene. I'm like, they could have... First thing, I'm like, they need police training. Like, that should have been handled so differently. But because he's black, he is gay, and he's coming in to report that he was sexually assaulted, even though before the assault there was consensual sex, they just handled that so poorly. And I just felt so bad for him when he was sitting in that that police station and it, and weirdly because we, I believe he called Arabella before he went to yes. the police station if I'm not mistaken because yes. I remember thinking tell her and she can go with you so you can have some support because he was treated so bad yeah yep. so bad I was just so I felt so bad for him heart-wrenching heart-wrenching and, and, it, and, it, and, and it was so sad because I'm sure that honestly I bet you that happens like that yep it's, it's reported yes. at all. Yep. Yeah. Indeed. Hell yes. Like, he, he basically cared for the... It, it, the, uh, the word care might be misplaced, but he he took the the police officers um, in consideration while in pain. Because the, the black police officer was really like, just oh, let God. me off the hook. I don't want to deal with this. Right, right. And then Kwame is like, you know what? Right. Don't worry about it. And I'm like, ugh. You're the victim. Like, yeah. you should not cater to him. And, uh, yeah, it was, that was very hard to watch. Yeah, and, I think he was, he, you could tell he was definitely insecure. Oh, my God. Like, to the point that he just handled, because, you know, like, if, if he didn't have the police training, fine. But just come to him as a human being that has taken him so much courage to even come down here. Right. Yeah. And even report such a crime. So let me just say, okay, I don't have the police training. I don't know what questions to ask, but let me just treat him like a human. Let me just, you know, be a human for once and question, you know, treat him like a human being. Right. It was just so sad to see that scene. Oh, that was just so, that was painful. (laughs) He lacks empathy. Well, we have to wrap now because um, we promised it would be 20 minutes and now here we are an hour in. Um, but we'll let, we'll, we'll let, we'll give you the last word. Um, we'll give you the last word, Denise. Um, on behalf of Norma and I, we thank you so much for coming on. 
we probably yes. should have asked you much sooner because uh, you have a lot to contribute um, in terms of your own interpretation of the show and knowledge of Michaela Cole. But um, we'll let you. We'll give you the last word. Well, thank you for having me. I truly appreciate it. And I would just say for the listeners to make sure they follow your page, my page, check out your podcast and your future podcast. And thank you again so much for having me. I truly appreciate it. Thank you again so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. I think that um, it was a wonderful end to our summer series, which has kept us busy and excited. Um, It was just great to have you on, and yeah, we couldn't be more um, appreciative of your taking out time today. You both have a great evening. Okay, see you. Enjoy your evening. Bye bye. You too. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye.